This is the Jam Plan Podcast. I'm Westside Jordan, and I'm here with BNKD. What's up, Cheese? And Colt. What's up? And we're here to review the famous Chronic album by Dr. Dre. And BNKD, you got the history? All right, yes, I do. All right, so this is... Uh, this. The Chronic album is like really interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna only dive briefly in it because it's a very popular album. So this kind of this album came out on December fifteenth, nineteen ninety two, and it went three times platinum by by the Recording Industry Association, and it sold over three million copies in the United States. And the interesting history behind the album is that this this marks when Dr. Dre left NWA and Ruthless Records over a financial dispute. So he went, I think he went, he met with Suge Knight so they can form their own uh, label, which is called Death Row Entertainment, no, Death Row Records. And the the title of the chronic comes from the kind of a slang for, for high-grade cannabis. And the cover of the chronic pays homage to the zigzag rolling papers. And this all also, this album also hyped up Snoop Doggy Dog, who is a uh, got popular from the song Deep Cover, which came out on the, the Deep Cover soundtrack, which was a movie by Lawrence Fishburne, and it came out in 90, 1992, and that was like the first time they actually collabed. And then you're going to hear Snoop Doggy Dog is throughout the whole album, and then a year later, he drops his classic Doggy Style album afterwards, and it, it just hyped up Snoop Dogg's career, and they, he had like a, a standard he had to live by for his up-and-coming album, so that's pretty much it. And um, so we're just going to dive right in. So the producers on the album is Dr. Dre. The guest appearances on the album is Snoop Dogg, RBX, Ruben, Joel, That Nigga Daz, Warren G, Nate Dogg, Samira, Big Titty Nikki, The DOC, The Lady of Rage, excuse me, Corrupt, Bushwick Bill, Image, and Ruben. And a lot of these guest appearances are kind of like uncredited vocals that they sampled throughout for songs. And the singles on the song is nothing but a G thing. Doc, uh, fuck, fuck with Dre Day, everybody's celebrating. But it's actually titled as Dre Day for the radio and for the music video. And then we got Let Me Ride. So for the first track off the album, it starts off with an introduction. And that is the, the chronic intro. And it's just basically Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg shouting out people. And they're just talking shit over uh, a G-Funk type beat. And it's just dissing, dissing Easy E and NWA and Jerry Heller. And I, for me, I'm not a fan of intros. I just like them to, to start off with just a song. But overall, I just thought it was okay. It was just, I'm not going to, when I listen to the album, I'm just going to skip it anyway. So those are my thoughts on it. What are you guys' thoughts on it? So overall, I'm not a big fan of skits. And this is kind of a skit. And... Uh, I would agree with being KD. I would definitely uh, skip this. Um, and but one thing it does do is it kind of sets the it it kind of begins how they start to uh, rep Death Row Records throughout the whole entire album, which will which we'll definitely hear and which we will definitely comment on later.
So in my opinion, I think this song is good. Um, it definitely is a bit of a filler song, but I think it still has uh, still sounds good. I'm a big fan of the instrumental, and I think Snoop Dogg did a good job. Um, I think something this uh, this uh, song did unbelievably well was it set the tone and the vibe for the rest of the album. And when you listen to this song, you really catch the vibe of the rest of the album, and I think that he did that flawlessly considering it was an intro. Um, but beyond that, that really is all I have to say. Alright, do a breakdown. So we get to track number two, which is uh, first, no, the second single on this album, Fuck With Dre, Dre Day, Everybody Celebrating, featuring Snoop Dogg and RBX. RBX doesn't have a uh, um, verse, but he does do like a chorus for like talking shit. And it's over a classic P-Funk bass line, guitar with strings. And then Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre are taking shots at Easy e Tim Dogg, Luther Campbell, uh, Tim Dog over his song "Fuck Compton," which started the whole West Coast, East Coast, West Coast beef, and then Luther Campbell's how I like a thing. The song was called "Cowards in Compton." He was just taking shots at like gangster rap, and he takes shot out shots after Easy E and uh, Jerry Heller because of the whole financial dispute. And overall, I just think this is a classic song. Love the beat, memorable lyrics, and I got some lyrics. Uh, for Dr. Dre, your dick is on hard from fucking your road dogs to hoods you grew up with. Niggas you used to grew up with don't even respect your ass. That's why it's time for the doctor to check your ass, nigga. That's from Dr. Dre. I met Snoop Dogg, Bow Wow Wow, Yippee Yay, Yippee Yo. Doggy Dog's in the house, motherfucking house. Bow Wow Wow, Yippee Yay, Yippee Yay. That froze in the motherfucking house. And that's from Snoop Dogg. And then Snoop Dogg, again, your bark was loud, but your bite wasn't vicious. And then rhymes. You were kicking were t- quite bootylicious. And then another one from Snoop Dogg. Gapping, gap teeth in your mouth so my dick gots to fit in. Gots to fit with my nuts on your tonsils while you're stage rapping at your whack-ass concerts. That was taking the shot at uh, Uncle Luke, a.k.a. Luke Skywalker, who was part of the 2 Life crew. And they were just making fun of like the gap in his tooth. And then Dr. Dre has another one towards Uncle Luke. Now you might not understand me because I'm going to rob you in Compton and blast you in Miami. And that was from Dr. Dre. And overall, like I said, this is a, a dope-ass classic song. This is a good way to start off the album. So as a West Coast fan, I've definitely listened to this song a million times. And I, and I love this song. I love how... Um, I love like how... Th- Obviously, know how passionately they're hating on these people, um, and uh, but one thing I would say is that I would have maybe directed a little bit more, like each verse would be maybe directed at one person, not just directing in each verse directing at each person. Sometimes the they the focus can get a little bit confusing, but overall, I do like this song. Personally, I think this is a great song. Um... Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre's flow are both fantastic in my opinion and the instrumental complements both their styles incredibly well and I, I love when rappers rap and then stop to pause for a minute and then the instrumental kind of fills in for them and that happens a lot throughout this album and on this song which is a very good thing in my opinion um, but yeah that's kind of all I have to say I think it's a great song and a great diss track as well 
All right, we get to track number three, which is Let Me Ride, featuring Snoop Dogg, Ruben, and Joel. Ruben and Joel just do the chorus. I think it, it sounds like it's sampled in from them. Um, and yeah, Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg just has a chorus too. Um, so this is another G Funk classic beat, and I like the the worm, the use of the worm sample, and it's just Dr. Dre talking about um him just cruising around in a six four. The only gripe that I have with the the song is like during the chorus you hear like the loud ringing song from like the the sampler and it and it like makes your ears like super it makes your ears bleed so you might want to listen to that on low volume and my uh, favorite lyrics from there is uh rolling in my my four with 16 switches and got sounds for you bitches clocking all the riches got the hollow points for the snitches and that was from dr dre i really love this song i like i love the content i love how it just kind of creates a vibe of just driving around, you know, on the West Coast. Um, and what I also love is the G-Funk sample, how they, uh, and also the sample of Mothership Connection by Parliament for the hook. Um, you know, I think that was sampled very well, and I th- and it, and it's, you know, it weaves well in with their flows. And yeah, overall, I really like this song. Personally, I think this is a great song as well. Um, it's not one of the more impressive songs compared to the last two, but I still think it's a very uh, vibe-heavy song, and I like the instrumental a lot. Um, and Dr. Dre also has a very good verse, so yeah, that's, that's kind of all I have to say. All right, don't break down. So we get to track number, f- track number four, the day the niggas took over, and that's featuring that. That nigga Daz, who later became Daz, Daz Dillinger, and Snoop Dogg and RBX. The song just kicks off with the audio from the protester during Rodney King riot, and that's throughout the whole song. You just hear audio from the audio news audio from the Rodney King riot, and uh, this song is unique to the album because it doesn't have it doesn't have like a G funk sound to it. It has more of like a reggae vibe to it. And I think it's from I think they took the one of the other NW songs and made a song out of it. I forget which uh, NWA song it is. Um, but I like how the bells are attached to the song. The song is just talking about Rodney King Riot and the chaos that's happening during it. And one of my... And then you hear like a part, I got myself and Uzi, my brother nine, which comes from a song, Love's Gonna Get You by BDP. And overall, I think it's a really dope song. It has like a really unique beat to it. So this song is definitely one of the only like more politically charged songs as it, as this album was made right after the 92 riots. Um, and I think that it definitely conveys the feeling of how they, it conveys their feelings about the whole Rodney King situation, how the cops totally just got off on beating that guy. Um, and it kind of tells a story about how they felt and what they did about how they felt. So yeah, overall, I like this song. I think it's a good song. Uh, personally, I'm not the biggest fan of this song. I don't think it's the best song in any by any stretch. But personally, I don't think it's a very. Uh, it's I don't think it's very fun to listen to. It just doesn't sound that good in my opinion. Um, while I respect Dr. Dre trying to. Uh, I guess uh, let people more aware be more aware of the LA riots. 
I thought the audio he used in the beginning was a bit jarring and frankly a bit uh, hard to listen to at some points. And also, it just it is not a very complex song. I don't base quality based on complex complexity, but it just didn't impress me in any way. So yeah, those are my thoughts. Alright. Um, we get to track number five, which is by far on my top ten songs of all time. And definitely on my top five for for the chronic songs, and that is nothing but a G theme featuring Snoop Dogg. And it's one of the best Dr. Dre songs ever made. And one of the best Dr. Dre beats ever. And it's just everyone knows the song too. And it's a Central West Coast song with like a G-Funk type beat. I just love the combination, the 808 drums, the synth string, and the live bass. And it's just be, I just love uh, Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre's chemistry. And it's just like something you play on a hot summer day. It's just talking about what they do in Compton. And the story behind the song was that Snoop Dogg wrote a rap in jail. And it was it was, it was was called, I think, G-Thing or something like that. And he, he rapped it to DLC over the phone and then DOC got into contact with Dr. Dre and then that's just kind of how they the rest is like as they say history and I have some lyrics that I wrote down for the song and one two three to the four Snoop Doggy Dog and Dr. Dre is at the door ready to make an entry so come on back because you know we about to rip shit up give me the microphone first so I can bust like a bubble Compton Long Beach together now you know we in trouble ain't nothing but a G thing baby two loked out niggas going crazy death row is a label that pays me unfadeable please, so please don't try to fade this but um back to the lecture at hand perfection is perfected so let I'm gonna understand from young G's perspective and before we dig out a bitch her and at the same time be Earning a man, learning her man, and at the same time burning her man. Now you know I ain't with the shit, Lieutenant. I'm going to continue to put the rap down, put the Mac down, and if you bitches talk shit, I have to put the smack down. So those are, overall, I think it's a classic song. Uh, I love this song, too. I think it's a very good song. Um, you know, this is definitely the song that started the whole G-Funk era. Um, you know, it was very, very West Coast, and, uh, you know, what I really love about this is just, it, you know, everybody knows it, and I think it's rightfully so, one of the most classic songs, uh, of the 90s. Uh, I mean, a million things have been said about this song, um, so, yeah, so I, overall, I really like this song. So I am very heavily in the minority here. I think it's a pretty mediocre song. Granted, everybody loves this song, which I used to like a year ago. But after um, me listening to it this time again, I'm, I don't think it's very good. Um, my main reasoning for it is because if it wasn't so popular, I don't think many people would remember it, including myself. And there are certain songs that you remember because of how good they are, and there are certain songs you remember because of how popular they are. And I think this one, this song, falls victim to the second, uh, the second instance. And I think the instrumental is amazing, as everyone has acknowledged. And I think uh, Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre both are great, but it's a very basic song compared to the rest of the album. And I don't think it stands out compared to the rest of the album, and I don't get why it's in, it's hailed above 
the rest of the album or the rest of the 90s rap era. Um, but personally, I think it's okay, and I definitely think it's overrated, but I still think it's a good song. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 I explained it. I, th- I, explained it well. I know, I'm not going to say anything. I, I, I disagree. I, I do think in some aspects it is overrated, just because like the whole... Similar to Sycamore, like, I hate comparing this song to Sycamore. This is miles better than Sycamore, but just, like, the whole comparison about, comparison, I mean, comparison of how, um, just, like, how overbloated it is in the media. Like, like you got these, like, suburban kids thinking they're, like, gangsta because they listen to this song, you know this, what I mean? You know, this, this It's song... been used in, like, Thug Life's. Like the whole thug life bullshit, you know what I mean? That yeah. whole thug life this, meme. This yeah. song, granted, I'm not trying to say this. I, granted, I know you guys both love this song, but yeah. if, if excluding you guys, this song is kind of like the like you know how hip hop universe is kind of referred to as like the normie um, like YouTube channel for hip hop fans. Oh, the the deal with the pot, the deal with the pock and uh, Biggie yeah, icon, exactly. right? Yeah. That, yeah, I know this, that dude. This song is like the holy grail of music for people that watch him, and this this song is <clears> kind <throat> of like the entry point for every anyone who doesn't really understand rap, in my opinion. But yeah, that's my opinion. Yeah, I, I think what I do think this album, not this, what am I saying? This song has like the most memorable Dr. Dre lyrics because they're just like very simple. You're very like simplistic, you know. People think you have to have like complex complexity rapidly rap lyrics but you can just be simple and it still sounds dope you know what i mean something like a three-year-old can sing <laughs> what i what i do agree with you, i do disagree with you and i agree with you because i see both sides of the defense though but you do make a good point to it though i appreciate you for that for you being that brave soul to mm. talk shit about the song <laughs> right yeah, anything, honestly if you trash any song on this album you're gonna get some shit you know yeah, but I, I do, I do like coming together and us discussing our different opinions on the song, you know. Yeah, so we get to, I think it's track number six. Yeah, track number six, which is These Nuts, <laughs> featuring Warren G, Snoop Dogg, and that, that nigga Daz, and Nate Dogg. So the intro starts off like Warren G prank calling some chick, and he's like, at the end, he's like, hey, did you... Did what's your name done get you yesterday? And she's like, who? And then he's like, these nuts. And he just hangs up on her. And she's like, she's like shut up, nigga. <laughs> and yes, uh, Welvin the Great did get inspiration from the intro of the song. And also, there's actually a political candidate who uses these nuts as his name, too, which is funny. <laughs> yeah, he only got like 8% votes, so. All the 18-year-olds but... voted for him. <laughs> Yeah, it was like during it was like 2015. Yeah, um, and this is one of the dope, I love dope songs. I love the G Funk bassline and how Nate Dogg sings the outro. Really dope song overall. Yeah, I agree. I really like how Nate Dogg sings out the intro, uh, the outro. It's very very West Coast. Uh, but but my one complaint about this song is I absolutely hate the title. Like. That t- and I also I also hate I don't I don't get I don't get why this was used as a title either because it has nothing. To I also do with I also really hate the skit before it too. Like like 
Half the reason, like, sometimes I skip the song because I kind of forget how good overall the song is, but I hate the intro so much. But yeah. other than the intro and the name, it's a very good song. Uh, my favorite part is definitely Nate Dogg's part and how he sings out the outro of the song. Uh, it just gives very good West Coast vibes and just finishes off the song very strong. Dude, and Which is good because it started off very weak for me. So, personally, yeah. I think this is one of the best hip-hop songs ever, in my opinion. Um, granted, I'm not crazy about the, the, uh, the skit at the beginning, but I do respect, the, the honestly, the movement that it, it created. Um, but, personally, I think this instrumental is one of the most uh, satisfying instrumentals you'll ever hear. Because there's certain songs that I listen to and just get chills because of how good it is. This is one of those songs. Um, and I, I, Dr. Dre absolutely murders his instrumental and goes incredibly hard. Uh, and I think Nate Dogg also has a great outro. And uh, I think this is definitely Dr. Dre's best song, personally. And along with, uh, with uh, West Side, I think the title is very... I don't, I, I don't know what to say about it, but it's not, it's not a good title. But at the same time, I think it wouldn't have been as bad back then because of how popular the term is nowadays. So, but I think this song is amazing, and I think it's definitely the best song uh, on this album, personally. Yeah, when I when I first listened to the album, I thought it was gonna be a sex track. Me too. Or something like that. But I I was like mistaken though. You know, yeah, I was looking up right now, and it was during the 2016 campaign. The dude's name was Into These oh my Nuts. God. Yeah, <laughs> he ran as an independent presidential candidate. He's like currently pulling nine percent in North Carolina. That, so dude, that I just has, thought that was funny. That, that guy has. Oh my god! <laughs> no pun intended, right? <laughs> you can put a pause on there. <laughs> yeah, I think the dude was like fifteen years old too. One of I forget, man. Apparently, some people liked them. <laughs> Imagine if he became the president, dude. That would, I would die of laughter. <laughs> uh, so we get to track number seven, which is Little Ghetto Boy, featuring that nigga Daz, Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg and Donny Hathaway. Donny Hathaway does, like, the sampling vocals. And uh, this song has, like, it takes a soulful vibe. It's not, it doesn't sound G-Funkish, actually. And uh, the song is just Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre's Encounters with Baby Gangsters. Overall, I think it's a dope song. When I first listened to it, I didn't really give a shit about it. Because I didn't like the whole like vocals. But after listening to it again, I really appreciate the song. My, one of my favorite lyrics is from Snoop Dogg. It ain't nothing like the street life. You better be strapped with your shank. Because ain't no fist fight. And I just thought that was a dope lyric from Snoop Dogg. Yeah, I really, I really like the song too. Um, I really like the beat. I think the beat is one. Of, I think the beat, in my opinion, is the best beat on the album. Um, you know, it's just it's a very yeah. calm beat. Uh, it's uh, like Colt said. Like last song, he said that that song was uh, like a sooth. It was one of, like it was a very satisfying beat for me. This is one of the most satisfying beats for me to listen to. I just like. How smooth it is! It's a very smooth beat that you can that you can digest very easily, not like in like easily like in like a way a pop song is. It's just it's just very smooth and just very, um, 
yeah, it's just it's just a very good beat, and I really like the content. I think it it has a very good message behind it. Um, you know, just talking about how you know, young G's are just kind of going crazy. Kind of like mm-hmm. uh, in Chicago right now. <laughs> so personally, I think this is one of the best songs in the album as well. Um, I think this my only my only gripe with this song because otherwise it would be a flawless song in my opinion is Snoop Dogg and uh, Dr. Dre. While they have great chemistry, their voices with this with this their voices with this this instrumental kind of uh, suffer from a tonal uh, issue. And I think Snoop Dogg's very laid back voice over a laid back instrumental, and then it transitions into Dr. Dre's very deep and aggressive voice over the laid back instrumental. Didn't really flow that well. But if this maybe it would sound weird, but if his voice was just a little bit lower, this song would be perfect in my opinion. And I really like the vibe that this song gives off. It gives off a very uh, ethereal and very um, I don't know how to phrase it without someone came coming. Very up warm. Way. But, I don't know, it's just a very cool experience, this song. Uh, but yeah, I think it's an amazing song. Alright. So we could track number eight, which is A Nigga With A Gun. A Nigga With A Gun, featuring Snoop Dogg and the KGs. KGs just do the vocals and same with Snoop Dogg. And Dr. Dre is just talking about... Oh, what the fuck am I saying? Uh, Dr. Dre... Uh, I think in an interview, Dr. Dre is saying that he got inspiration from a track called Quest, Low End Theory. This is why the song has like a more jazzy vibe to it. It does sound like something that could have been on the Low End Theory. And um, in the song, Dr. Dre is just talking about carrying guns and telling people not to fuck with him because he's not afraid to shoot. And I think this is a classic song because it has like that track. I just love the track called Quest influence and jazzy vibe to it that the song took. It kind of took... Little ghetto, little ghetto boy, and nigga with a gun kind of took a break from the whole jeep funk, and they just kind of put it right in between. So I think this is a dope ass song because I am a Tri Called Quest fan, so I do appreciate what he did here. So in some ways, in a very different way, uh, I guess uh, like it has kind of like a similar content matter as Little Ghetto Boy, but definitely delivered in a very aggressive way. Um, and it, it kind of conveys how, you know, guns can turn into, can turn a calm situation really bad and just kind of take a left turn somewhere. Um, overall, it's not one of my favorite songs on the album. Um, you know, maybe just because me, I'm not, I don't listen to Tribe Called Quest as much as being KD does, but, um, Thanks. Yeah, the song. I mean, I like the song, but it's not one of my favorites on the album. So yeah, that's my thoughts. So personally, I have kind of conflicting thoughts on this song. Um, I think Dr. Dre has a very aggressive, uh, powerful, and relentless flow throughout the entire song, and is very satisfying to listen to. But my biggest gripe is definitely the chorus. I think this is a really bad chorus, and it just. It's very grating on your ears, if I'm honest, and it just doesn't flow with the rest of the album or the song well at all. Granted, it does fit the same tone as the rest of the song, but I just think it totally threw off the 
it just totally threw off the enjoyment level of the rest of the song. And uh, speaking on the Tribe Called Quest low end theory influence, I thought uh, I was literally listening to the low end theory before we uh, started the podcast. So there's that. But I think it's a good song. It does have some uh, low points, but overall, I think it's solid. All right, we get to. Oh shit! Okay, we get to rat a tat tat rat rat a tat tat tat, featuring Snoop Dogg and RBX, and the intro features dialogue from the movie The Mac, and it's just basically glamorizing the whole, excuse me, uh, gangster rap lifestyle, and I love the bass, guitar, and drums. Love the song overall. I like this song too. I think it's I think it's a really good song. I like how. I like the confidence that Dr. Dre goes in with this song. I like how he's very confidently kind of just... And he's kind of just saying to, to like people who question him and people who don't like his movement, he's just kind of telling them that you know he's not afraid to defend his movement in any way possible. So overall, I really like this song. I think it's a really solid song. And uh, some people might disagree with me on this, but I like the chorus. Yeah, I do too. So, personally, I think this song is good. There's not that much unique about it, um, but I still think it's very solid. Uh, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg's flow, I like a lot. And they obviously, again, have fantastic chemistry, as they do throughout the entire album. Uh, I also like the production a lot. It's very grimy and reminds me a lot of the uh, Wu-Tang Clan song, personally. And I think it's a great instrumental overall. The... Uh, contradictory to what Westside just said I think the chorus is very uh, a big rating and does get pretty annoying but I think the song overall is very solid alright we get to a skip this is uh, track number 10 uh, this is a $20 $20 sack pyramid and it's featuring Snoop Dogg Samira, Big Titty Nikki and the DLC, and it's just basically a ghetto parody like the 70s game shows. And it takes this approach where if, uh, the contestants answer questions, I don't know what like the questions that they ask, but they just give out random ass answers. And the prizes are $20 worth of weed and $35 gift card to the Compton Swap Me. And I just thought that was very funny. And it's a very entertaining, funny skit. For me, the skit. I skip it every time. I don't like it very much. Um, I'm not a skit person, so therefore I'm not going to really like it. Yeah, me either. Um, I'm always going to yeah. skip skits. And, no <laughs> you know, overall, I mean, to me it just doesn't do much for me. I just kind of skip it whenever I watch it, so. So... Personally, I uh, I don't really understand why this is on here. Um, I'm I'm not a big skit guy, but I do like some skits depending on how well executed they are, obviously. But personally, I was waiting the entire time for this song to be over, but I didn't skip it only because I you know got had to get my opinion on it. Personally, also the guy at the end, I don't know his name, but the guy's voice at the end was very hard to listen to. And just frankly, oh, that's the DLC. Because okay. he got in a car accident. That's why his, his vocals got fucked up. Okay, I'm not going to talk about that then. Um, <laughs> um, but he has a great voice. I love his voice. Um, <laughs> um, 
knock on wood, man. Knock on wood. Being contradictory right there. But yeah, I'm not a big fan of this skit, and I thought it was very uh, filler. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm with you guys. I think it's a funny entertain, but the skit was like almost three minutes long. Yeah. I'm always gonna skip skits no matter what, dude. So don't artists shouldn't take that personal. I just think it's just kind of there to, to waste this space, you know. Yeah. That's what I get from just a way to make the album longer, and probably just to take a break from the songs. But overall, it's a funny skit, but I'm gonna skip it either way. So we get to track number 11, which is Lyrical Gangbang. So this kind of picks up back to the G-Funk G funk sound. Wait, actually, no, this is not G-Funk-ish. But um, I was, it's a dope-ass posse cut from Lady of Rage, Corrupt, and RBX, who are, like, members from Death Row. And I love the hard drums and guitar breakbeat that they're rapping over. And Dr. Dre is not included on the song and I and I think this is a classic song. I just love that the Led Zeppelin bassline they use. I don't remember which one it is, but I do have some favorite lyrics. And the favorite lyrics are, "Now I'ma kick up the dust as I begin to bust on the wick whack, fucked up suckers you can't trust. When I pick up a lick up, your face gets smacked up when I rack up. So all you motherfuckers just pack up or get slapped with the swiftness. If you think you're swift, then forget Merry Christmas now." Stuff that in your stocking, and I'm going to knock him out the boxing, knocking him out their socks in. And that was from Lady of Rage. And um, I got one from Corrupt. I fears no one makes him cool off like a polar cap. I'm living large like a fat bitch, chewing motherfuckers up like Hershey Kiss. And I just saw that was a dope line. Overall, I love this song, dude. And I... Lady Rage actually had the best verse on there, which is kind of weird for like a female rapper because most of them aren't really that good. <laughs> I'm not trying to be sexist or anything, but I don't really listen to female rappers. But she did, she did have the best verse on the song. Yeah, I would have to agree. I really like Lady of Rage. Thought this whole album, I think she kills every single song that she's on. Um, yeah. Yeah, she I lives up to the name. Too. Um, I think yeah. overall the song is very good. It's very aggressive. Um, and I like Corrupt's... I, I think if I had to rank the verses, it goes Lady of Rage, Corrupt, then RBX. RBX is like a weak <laughs> link, honestly, <laughs> in every song. So yeah, that's my thought. Sorry. So... Yeah, I, I agree with your ranking too. That's exactly how I rank them. So, personally, I think that this is a fantastic song. It reminds me a lot of Protect Your, Protect Your Neck by Wu-Tang Clan, like, a weird amount. Um, the flow was is very similar, and it just overall gave me a very similar vibe. Luckily, I love Protect Your Neck, so this is a great song. Um, <laughs> and it gave me a very uh, New York boom bap feel, which was kind of interesting, because I feel like he was paying homage to the whole um, New York boom bap scene. Because it kind of it, it it sounded almost identical to something from that 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 area, but yeah, I think it's a fantastic song. They both rap, they all wrap their asses off on this song, in my opinion. Um, and yeah, those those are my thoughts. I agree with all you guys, man. One of the best songs on this album. So we get to track number track number twelve, high powered, featuring RBX and that nigga Daz. And Dr. Dre just talks, and 
talks in RBX, drops a quick verse on a high-pitched squealing synthesizer beat. Overall, the beat was okay. I just hate how Dr. Dre just talks for like half the song and he doesn't even drop a verse. And then RBX's verse was solid. Overall, I think this is an okay song. And I and I feel like this is an unnecessary song. And this was actually one of the last songs they recorded. I just think they could have left this out the album and I wouldn't be mad. It's not a bad song. It's just not a good song. It's just like middling song. Definitely one of the weaker links. Yeah, I would agree. I think this song's definitely a weak link in the album. I think this is my least favorite song on the whole album. Uh, overall, I like, agree. do agree that it's filler. It's kind of a filler song. It just kind of felt like it was just kind of put on there. Uh, I don't really like RBX's flow on this song. Uh, and I also agree, I don't like it when executions <laughs> kind of just talks over the beat. It feels kind of like a waste of a beat at times. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my thoughts. So, personally, I think this is also the worst song on the album, like you guys. Um, in my opinion, the main problem with this song is how poorly mixed the vocals are to the instrumental. And they just, the, 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 the instrumental is so blaring and so intrusive on your ears that you can't even hear the flow. And frankly, it made it a bit insufferable to listen to. Um, the, the instrumental is good, uh, but I th the instrumental is really good, but once the verse kicks off, the, I expected his flow to be very aggressive and, uh, just very powerful to match the G-Funk instrumental, but it just didn't, and it came off incredibly lifeless and didn't complement the, the beat at all. If anything, it brought the beat down a lot. Um, but yeah, I'm not a fan of this song. I definitely think it's one of the most filler songs on the album. And I just, I, I think it's a very filler song and is very expendable. I drop bombs like Hiroshima. <laughs> yeah. He's a seven execution style murders. I have no remorse because I'm a fucking murderer. Haven't you heard, ever heard of a killer? I drop bombs like Hiroshima. <laughs> Yeah, you know he was actually on one of the Eminem songs too, right? He was on "Remember Me." Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't yeah. listened to that song in a while. That's a that's probably one of my favorite songs off the album. For, that's "March Around Is Okay," right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The drug Battle is probably my favorite. I I need to re-listen to this song. I don't remember a lot of it. Yes, yeah, but yeah, it's solid. Yeah. All right, we get to <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Okay, uh, we get to the the doctor's office featuring Lady of Rage and Ju Joel and Kevin Lewis. I don't know who the hell Kevin Lewis is, but that's what it said is featured on. Um, so it's just a patient waiting in Dr. Dre's office for a doctor's appointment. And Dr. Dre's secretary says there's another patient in there. And you just hear Dr. Dre. I'm not making this shit up. Uh, you just hear Dr. Dre fucking his patient in the background. And one of the... Why the fuck was this on the album? This is a skit. This is a skit, and it's just very cringy as fuck, dude. And it's so bad, bro. This is so just... Oh, my gosh, man. There, he has another skit like this, too. It's called Pause for Porno, which is on 2001. I actually think that one's a lot worse, but... Geez, this is terrible, bro. This is fucking terrible. I agree. Man. This one is just... <laughs> so bad um it's also pretty awkward um 
when you're <laughs> imagine you have imagine okay, you have okay, like okay. parents around dude my, I was listening to this album with, with my mom one time and she was we were in the car right it was so awkward <laughs> no way no tell me tell us the story I'm just like we're just in the car and it's just and like we're listening to this album and after uh, a song called Lyrical Gangbang comes on this song um yeah, so that's pretty much the story. And then she just looks at me like, why? <laughs> <laughs> um, Goddamn, Dr. Dre. <laughs> so, obviously, as almost everyone that's listened to the song unanimously agrees, I think the song is, <laughs> the skit is really bad. Um, I don't, I don't have, I have no fucking clue why this is on here. It, you know what this, this felt like? It felt like the, like, a trailer for a really <laughs> shitty porno. Really it did. <laughs> um, it's probably on the internet with Dr. Dre. <laughs> Dr. Dre, you see, like, Dr. Dre's dick or some shit. You know, I, I, you know, I bet, I bet this secretly was actually a porno, and they were like, fuck it, let's use it on the album. And then, then they used it on the album. Um... But yeah, it's it's just really bad. It's 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 hard to listen to. It's awkward. It just doesn't work. But yeah, yeah. those are my thoughts. Oh yeah, speaking of speaking of this, uh, I heard it was like an interview. It was with Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. Dr. Dre did actually film porn. It was like during the um the two thousand nineteen ninety nine era of like two thousand one album. Lots of and, it, and I heard it got leaked too. That he said it like got leaked. I don't know where the fuck it's at. Oh. This, this yeah, and also not one I would uh, fuck, I don't know, you know <laughs> play for your family. Exactly, it's not <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. album either, man. Especially when you get to bitches ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we get to track number fourteen, which is "Stranded on Death Row," featuring Bushwick Bill, the Ghetto Boys, rest in peace, um, Corrupt, RBX, and Lady of Rage and Snoop Dogg. This is just. Uh, the beginning is just the intro and outro is just Bushwick Bill, and he's just giving like a haunt, haunting intro and outro. And the story behind this was that Bushwick Bill begged Dr. Drake to be on the album on the intro, and he wouldn't let him. Eventually, he bugged, and this that's how it came together. And this is just a this is a dope ass Death Row posse cut, and I got some favorite lyrics from it. Is um, in this dimension, I'm presenter and the venter and the tormento deranged like the hillside strang- strangler, MC Mangler, tough like Wrangler. And that was actually from RBX. RBX actually had a dope verse on there. Um, and then Lady of Rage, buck them down with my underground tactics, facts and stacks of clips on my mattress. And another one from Snoot Dogg. Um, and yo, stepping through the fog and creeping through the smog. It's the number one nigga from the hood, Donkey Dog. Those are my favorite lyrics. Overall, I think it's a dope song. I do think uh, Lyrical Gang Bang is a lot better than this, though. But I think this is a dope song overall. Uh, I really like this song, too. I think it's really good. Um, but I... And I have to agree that Lyrical Gang Bang is a little bit better than this. Uh, I'm not a very big yeah. fan of the beginning. But once again, Lady of Rage bodies this song and rbx does a really solid verse and but snoop dogg's verse is my favorite i think snoop dogg's verse is just classic and i think i will i also really like the melody he kind of kicked apart in this um in his verse so this is definitely one of my favorite songs on the album yeah i gotta say 
Snoop Dogg has one of the smoothest voices and flows in hip hop history, dude. I agree. It might not be like lyrical miracle, but I just love his flow and his voice, man. He's just like like silky smooth, man. You know. So very suave. Personally, I think this song is very average. It kind of just sounds like another basic um, '90s G funk song. It it's definitely not bad, but I don't think it stands out at all compared to the rest of the album. And frankly, it just wasn't interesting. Snoop Dogg and Dr. 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 J's flow aren't very unique either. They don't complement the instrumental very well either. They just are the same thing. They're, they're the very. Well, Dr. Dre wasn't on that on the song. Okay, well, Snoop Dogg's flow, <laughs> Snoop Dogg's flow wasn't. Uh, it wasn't interesting. It was just this very basic flow that he does on some of his lower lower grade songs. And I don't know. I just wasn't very interested by it. Interested by it. And it just doesn't stand out at all. And it felt like a filler song, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, I do agree. This is this is dope song, but it's probably one of the weakest. So, um, so we get to track number fifteen, which is the Roach Chronic intro featuring RBX, Image, Ruben, that nigga Daz, and the Lady of Rage and Jewel. It's just a dude talking about smoking weed and singing about it. It's over a P funk sound. Uh, the Roaches. The roach is basically like a small remaining piece of the joint after it's being smoked. And I think this is kind of, this is a lame, unnecessary song. It's just way too long. It's just pointless putting it in. Overall, it's just a skippable song. I would agree. Uh, I do like, overall, I do like the P-Funk sample. It's sampled by P-Funk song. P-Funk want to get funked up. Uh, I think it's really good. Like, that part's really good, but overall, RBX's part I could have done without. I would have liked to have had verses on there. Um, yeah. yeah, so overall, I would agree. that The only reason why I listen to the song is for the P-Funk part, not for RBX. Yeah. So, personally, I think this song is incredibly dumb. The vocals and yeah. the chorus were pretty bland and didn't really interest me that much. Um, it just it just didn't grab my attention at all. The rest of the song it was very confusing, and I didn't really understand what the purpose of the song even was, because I it it had a instrumental in the background, so I assumed it was going to be a uh, a, 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 a typical song, but it didn't have that, and it didn't turn out to be a skit or a song either. So I don't think this song even knows what it's trying to be, which is a big issue. And frankly, I thought it was just very boring. And this song is very elongated. If it's going to exist on the song, on the album, it should be maybe two minutes maximum. And frankly, I started to kind of just like one. I was tempted to skip the song, but I didn't because I don't know. But I don't know. It just it's not a good song at all. Very boring, very filler. And frankly, it was kind of kind of felt like it was pandering to the audience. Yeah, I don't I don't like it. I don't know why Dr. Dre included that shit on there. Yeah, me neither. We get to the final tracks, which ends on a really high note, in my opinion. Bitches Ain't Shit featuring Snoop Dogg, That Nigga Daz, Corrupt, and Jewel. Jewel just sings at the end of the song. And it's just basically them calling out hoes, firing shots at Easy e and Jerry Heller. I love the song The Death. I think it's one of, it has one of the most memorable courses, hooks in uh, hip-hop history. In a hip hop song, and I just love the P, the G funk bass line, the Moog bass line, and the warm sound. And Dr. Dre's verse, <coughs> Dr. Dre's verse is just talking about taking shots at Easy and Jerry Heller. 
And then that that nigga Daz is talking about calling out women that only go after him for his money. And then Krupp is talking about fucking hoes. And then Snoop Dogg tells a, st- a funny story about him getting out of jail. And then his he finds out someone fucked his cousin. He go he's about to kill the nigga, but he finds out it's his cousin. <laughs> And then I just think it's a classic and funny memorable song. And my favorite lyric is actually the hook. And that's bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. Lick on these nuts and suck the dick. Get the fuck out after you're done. And hop in my ride to make a quick run. And that was from Snoop Dogg. Um, I just think overall, it's a classic song. I like this song, but it's not one of my favorites. Um, definitely not. It, it, it can get a little bit, I guess sexist um definitely um <laughs> overall it's not one of my favorite songs in the album uh but i mean it's i mean it's okay uh i mean i could have done without it personally uh i do like joel's vocals and but that's about it about the, with the song So, Damn, I'm actually that person that loves it the most out of personally, it. Personally, <laughs> I think it's a very average song. Um, I'm not going to say it felt like filler because it's the outro, but I don't think it needed to be here, which I guess means it's filler. But um, like like Westside said, it does seem a bit sexist, and frankly, I, 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 can, I, can, I can't imagine what some women's first reaction who are fans of it <laughs> like. Um, <laughs> but... It's it, I don't know I that that was weird. Um, he did hit D Barnes. <laughs> he did hit. Uh, he did hit D Barnes. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, but I, I I just it doesn't stick with me at all, which is weird because the chorus definitely should be memorable because it's very outlandish. It didn't stick with me enough for any reason uh, at all, which is kind of odd. But yeah, it's very boring, very bland, and just didn't, just didn't, it didn't impress me in the slightest. All right, that broke my heart. What? Okay. Oh. Um, you got. <laughs> All right, let's get to um, closing thoughts. So I'll say mine, and then you guys can just follow after me. So I hate to sound like a broken record, but Chronic is by far one of the best hip hop albums to come out the West Coast and hit in 1992. And I praise the album for Dr. Dre's uh, G Funk production. It set the blueprint of how gangster rap should should sound. And there's like a lot of imitators and copiers that bit his sound. And the lyricism, just to sum it up, is just basically violence and fucking women. <laughs> That's all you so like the typical gangster shit. And I just like the features on the album. And I just love Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre's chemistry. That's definitely a really high note on the um, album. And then that, that makes them, this album makes them like one of the best duos of all time in hip hop history. Um, and the album isn't flawless like every other album, classic album. But it does have mis- mishaps with like filler songs such as The Roach and High Power. And then. What was I gonna say? And then um god damn. Um and then the infamous the infamous doctor's office skit was just unnecessary. It doesn't bring the, the album the the rating of the album down because I don't rate based on skits and intros. Um so <coughs> the chronic is definitely a blueprint for gangster rap, West Coast rap in general, and I would give this album a nine point five out of ten. Still a classic though, but it does have some points where it kind of does fall flat. 
So this this album <coughs> is Excuse me. I can't even begin to say how unbelievably influential this album is. Uh overall this is probably the first like purely West Coast album ever because before that you could definitely hear East Coast influences in a lot of West Coast sounds with NWA straight out of Compton. I agree with that. Uh that definitely has a heavy East Coast influence. Uh, but this is definitely what started the West Coast sound along with Ice Cube's albums. Ice Cube's albums also kind of... But this is probably what the one that definitely just sparked the West Coast as what would become, later on, would become one of the epicenters of rap music along with New York, of course. Um, and overall, it's a very beautiful album. and like, But much like being Katie said, it has its shortcomings. It doesn't... It's not perfect. Um... Uh, you know, and what, and it starts to G, and what I love is how it kind of starts the G Funk era, which has definitely persisted throughout the whole entire history of West Coast music. And I think without this album, we would have never heard of, of course, Snoop Dogg. But I also think that people like Kendrick Lamar would not would not be as big today without this album. So, yeah, and it definitely did spark Snoop Dogg's um, career also. Definitely. So, personally, um, this album is obviously insanely influential and in, in, in inspired artists like Kendrick, Freddie Gibbs, uh, just anyone really that, that is from the West Coast. Um, but personally, I think it's a great album. It definitely isn't flawless, but I, I give it points just for its influence alone. This was honestly this is my first time hearing this album, which I know is very weird considering I'm a rap fan. But this definitely exceeded my expectations in terms of com- complex production and complex flows. And there was some very um, intricate uh, detail. Uh, there were some very intricate instrumentals throughout the album, which I was very surprised by. Um, but I think the uh, the biggest part of this album that is a win is. Uh, Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre's chemistry like they they are meant to rap together um, and I think they just coexist with each other flawlessly and I can't imagine a better duo personally but I think it's a great album I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10 alright um, West Side what I would, would you give it out of 10 I would personally give it a 9, 9.5 out of 10 just like you okay yeah, it would have been a 10 if yeah, you some of the fat out. But So, my I'm going to go with my top five songs that you guys can just follow after me. So, number one is, uh, let me, not number one. Um, number five is going to be a nigga, a nigga with a gun. And then number four is going to be, um, let's see, Lyrical Gangbang. And then number three is going to be Bitches Ain't Shit. And then number two is going to be Fuck With Dre Day. Everybody's celebrating. And then number one shouldn't be a, a no-brainer. Uh, nothing but a G thing. So that's my top five. So for me, five is Stranded on Death Row. Much to the dismay of a lot of people here. Um, then four <laughs> is Lyrical Gangbang. And then three is Let Me Ride. Two is Nothing But a G Thing. And number one is Lil Ghetto Boy. Which people might get if they, if they watched the last episode. I did say nothing but G thing, 
was in my top 10 90 songs, but Lil Get A Boy wasn't, but that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so, my number five is a guy with a gun. I can't say the word. Um, a ninja num- Number with a four gun. <laughs> is Lyrical Gangbang. Um, number number three is Fuck With Dre Day. Uh, number number two is Lil Ghetto Boy. And number one is Dia's <laughs> Nights. <laughs> 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 But yeah, um, that's 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 my top five. All right, dope pick, dope picks. You want to take it away? Yeah. So next time we will be reviewing Kendrick Lamar's very famous "To Pimp a Butterfly" album. Very much so. Looking forward to that, and we'll see you guys later.